If you're looking for information on exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place. Welcome to the ETF of the Week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, which has everything that you loved about ETFtrends.com, the site that made Tom Lydon famous, and much more. There's a bevy of data and research to give you everything you need to know about ETFs at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is the Global X U.S. Preferred ETF, ticker symbol PFFD. PFFD, the Global X U.S. Preferred ETF. Now, this is not necessarily a continuation of a theme. Last week, the ETF of the week was Vanek collateralized loan obligations. Now we're looking at preferred stocks. It's all about yield in these high inflationary times, but preferred a space that we haven't talked about a whole lot. And there aren't a lot of ETFs in this space. So is it all about the yield or is there more that has you looking at this fund right now? Well, it's about the yield, Chuck. You're right. It's also about diversifying income opportunities. And we've talked about this many times in the last couple of months during a time of rising interest rates. The good thing is, if you're putting money to work, your yields are going to be greater. That's great. However, for what you already have invested in traditional fixed income indexes that are stocked with treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, those are going to decline with rising rates. So we've talked for the last couple of years about the pending rate hike, inflation, what the Fed's doing. We've also talked a lot about what advisors are doing to diversify away from the traditional Barclays Bloomberg aggregate index. And this is just another opportunity. So we know preferred strategies tend to be highly allocated to financials. Financials tend to do better with rising interest rates because banks can lend out more money for a higher yield. That's great. In this situation, this ETF specifically, PFFD, the Global X US Preferred ETF, it's not like it's a secret because it's already brought in $350 million during the month of August. And with that, there are a lot of advisors and individuals that are saying, hey, I'm less concerned about rising rates because the Fed has done a pretty good job of signaling what rates are coming. That's probably going to continue to be good for banks and financials. And oh, by the way, it's almost a 6% yield that you're getting for this portfolio. So just thinking from two years ago, Chuck, to say that a preferred portfolio would give you 6%, it's mind boggling. Yeah, it, it really is. And I should point out that this is, you talked about 350 million or, or so thus far in August. This is one of the biggest funds in its peer group. If you're using Morningstar or Lipper to determine peer groups, a peer group that has a few more than a few offerings. It's not a, a tiny peer group. It's not one of the biggest ones, but this fund, one of the biggest players there with more than 16 billion in assets. And that's after the growth that we've seen thus far this month. Now, the flip side of this is if this is a yield play for people, where are you taking the money from? Because we were taking money out of our fixed income portfolio a week ago to look at collateralized loan obligations. Now we're taking more. Is this coming out of our high yield? Is this coming out of something else? Or do we want to 
say, because that 60-40 thing that we've talked about in the past maybe isn't working, do you want to actually goose, you know, their preferred stocks? They technically fall in as fixed income, but you want to treat them as part of your stock portfolio. Chuck, I think it's more, uh, it's like a continuation of an ongoing theme. And where in the past, coming out of the financial crisis, if you bought the S&P 500 and you bought the Barclays Bloomberg Ag uh, AGG, for example, and you did a 60-40 allocation, it would have been pretty tough to beat. Game over, though, in the last couple of years. So many people, as we talked, have been deconstructing their fixed income allocation, but it's not just in all fixed income uh, strategies that they're putting money. You've got some preferred stocks that are in here that are kicking off some really decent yields. And the good thing about a bear market that we've just experienced means at one point in time, the bear will recover. So we're eight weeks away from that June low around the 15th. That's a really good thing. And if you go in and you look at this ETF, it's had a pretty good rebound off the bottom. If you feel that equities in general have put in a bottom or at least stabilized, and you can get a stable, somewhat predictable 6% yield, that's going to do a lot to offset potential declines that you would have in traditional fixed income like treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. However, this is a fund that if you're looking at it from a trend-following perspective, it's closing in on its 200-day moving average, which it has not been above basically this year, but it's not quite there. Do you wait at all for this one to get there and use that? Or is this an asset class play, not a trend following? Chuck, you're getting good. You beat me to the punch, man. This is absolutely one of those things that if you've got cash on the sideline and you're still not getting paid for it, and you're looking to fit more into your portfolio at the right time, you could absolutely use this as a trend following play. You know, right now we're probably 4% away from going above that 200 day average. And if you just go to any free charting site and put the ETF in in the 200 day average, that might be a great indicator for a change in the trend and prefers in general, while also being able to capture that decent yield. It's a great strategy and more and more you and I are having these constructed discussions about maybe we've seen a low in equities. And at the same time, if there's comfort in what the Fed is doing and there's transparency in their path to higher interest rates, you've actually seen more comfort in the fixed income market too. In this ETF, you get a little bit of both. And lastly, this ETF, you know, Again, you're making a portfolio position. Many people will not have any allocation towards it. How much of a portfolio do you let this be? Because, of course, last week we were adding CLOs. This week we might be adding preferreds. How much of a sleeve do you put towards this kind of a fund? Well, Chuck, every week you and I try to bring up different opportunities. And the ETF industry has been great about continuing to give us neat opportunities at the right time. It's really up to the individual investor. But if somebody, has cash on the sidelines, you're looking for yield, you feel that this rising rate environment will be good for financials and REITs, for example, this is something to consider. I can't say that 5% would be too low or 20% would be too much, but there are periods of time over history where preferreds have done really well, not only from an appreciation standpoint, but from a yield standpoint as well.
And again, the current yield on this, roughly 6%. It's the Global X U.S. Preferred ETF, ticker symbol PFFD, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great to chat with you. Talk to you next week, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. Yep, that's me and my show. And you can learn all about it on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, check out vetify.com. It's the successor site to etftrends.com, the site that made Tom Lydon famous. And there's tons of information that's really going to help you out. You can learn more at vetify.com. They're on Twitter at vetify and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss anything by following along on your favorite podcast app. And if you have a chance, leave us a review because they really do help. Until we do this again next week, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.